Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O You know, every now and then, the skies open, the clouds part, and you can see the stars. Some call, or at least alcoholics call it, a moment of clarity. And tonight, with the Phoenix Suns playing the Los Angeles Lakers for the fourth time this season, we received that moment of clarity in which everything aligned. The skies opened, the stars aligned. The moon reflected off of Venus, off of Saturn's ring and Uranus, because you know that joke's coming. And everything looked right for the Phoenix Suns. After two games in which they completely collapsed in the fourth quarter, and although they didn't have the greatest fourth quarter, as per usual, against the Los Angeles Lakers being outscored 31-22, to they entered the fourth up 27, which meant they ended up winning. So, Matthew, for the first time this season, the Los Angeles Lakers have fallen to the Phoenix Suns. All's right in the world, at least on January 11th, 2024. Yeah, what what was with that beginning? I kind of missed that. <laughs> the sky, Uranus, uh, a lot of planets. Uh, Your you Venus reflected off of. <laughs> I'm confused by all that. I even forgot. I forgot it's, the sun game after that. It's man. science, and the suns. We're we're an astronomical, astrological, astrological being. The sun. Yeah, I guess that's what it you plays. Call it. I would... I wouldn't know, but uh, yeah, first time with the big three facing the Lakers and we win. First time with the whole healthy roster, but Eubanks, who yeah, we can miss him. Um, Not we Eubanks. Win, right? <laughs> we win when we're all healthy. It's looking good. What I'm a it. fucking concept. I missed last pod. You know, it's a good game to miss. You did say that boy did a great job. Shout um, out to I'm glad I missed that one, and I had nothing to do with it. I'm glad I can move forward in my life with this game in my pocket. I'm glad you're back for this game in your pocket because the last one wasn't the last two were frustrating simply because the the fourth quarter collapses are continually un unimpressive uh frustrating and even tonight like if you were to take a look at the box score and you see that the Phoenix Suns score 36 in the first 30 in the second 39 in the third and 22 in the fourth like the trend continues this is a historically bad fourth quarter team the goal matthew is if you go up by 27 going into the fourth you stand a chance and the sun stood a chance tonight yeah with the guys that they had ending the game i love that unit in there with five minutes left because it seems like a unit that can you know close out a game not really fill holes in our roster during the season when we're trying to win a game i think give them a 20 point lead and they can hold it right they're not going to score 30 points but yeah it, it was hold, a better fourth quarter hold that better. 27 point lead for the love of god you can hold it <laughs> uh <laughs> i guess you know but but it was uh, a game in which as you mentioned drew eubanks did not play but he was the only one who was a late scratch outside of damian lee it was the first time that the suns were full strength all season and you take a look at that and I know I'm not breaking any barriers here. 
and we're not putting any information out there that's earth shattering. But one thing that you have to understand is health equates to success. And the Phoenix Suns obviously has been a team that is compromised by their health thus far this season. They've lost 109 games due to injury, which is sixth most amongst NBA teams. But if you look at dollar amount lost, considering players like Bradley Beal and Devin Booker and Kevin Durant have missed time, they've missed the most time relative to dollar amount this season. $25.9 million has been played at, paid out to players who have not played this season, which is top in the league. And you look at the converse side of that, and you look at the fact that the Oklahoma City Thunder have the least amount of games missed due to injury, 24. They're second in the Western Conference. The Minnesota Timberwolves have lost 31 games to injury. They're first in the Western Conference. The Boston Celtics have lost 38 games due to injury. They're first in the Eastern Conference. And the Indiana Pacers have also lost just 38 games due to injury. Now, reminder, Suns have lost 109. The Pacers have lost 38 games due to injury, just like the Celtics. They're fourth in the Eastern Conference. So being healthy matters. If it's your starting big three like the Suns have, or if it's somebody down the the depth chart, the moment that you compromise your starting roster or your depth, you're already losing. And the Phoenix Suns have had to face that. So tonight, they entered against the Los Angeles Lakers, a team in which they have lost three games to thus far this season and will play a total of five games. There's still another game on the schedule against the Los Angeles Lakers, seeing as an additional game was added in the in-season tournament. And it's the first time as a squad they've been healthy. They look pretty good, man. They look pretty good. Yeah, dude. And the new trend's going to be, you know, you got to have two guards, like, Booker and Beal. That's the new trend. Once oh, the Suns start winning consistently, it's like, why? Yeah, he's like, so Who what? Who big te- men? Teams need to really go after the guard situation because you have one guy on one side that can do everything, one guy on the other side that can do everything. So if you have that, then you are probably the best team in the league. So that's going to be the new thing that we're going to hear if the Suns keep this up, which they did go on a four-game winning streak before, and they lost two games. And then now we're I'm back just- beating the Lakers, who just beat the Clippers. So we'll see where this kind of puts us, but I don't really care because I know there's going to be more dark days. Of we course. just got a little taste of what it's going to look like against the Lakers. Now let's see it against later on against the Clippers again and against a team like the Denver Nuggets. Well, the, the Suns will be tested moving forward. Their schedule is unbelievably hard moving forward, especially in January. A lot of road games against quality teams, so they will be tested. But tonight on one 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 two four, the Suns look pretty damn good. <laughs> Yeah. And it's it's time that we talk about this on the Suns Jam Session podcast. So whether you're joining us live, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or Instagram or Twitch, if you're the one person watching on Twitch, thumbs up for you. <laughs> I that channel exists. I've it, it's out there. We stream to a Twitch channel some for some reason. Yeah, everyone they're like people are scrolling through, love watching people play like Call of Duty and Minecraft, and they just like the fucking sun. You know. Next. You know what's crazy is Barstool Barstool Sports. They have that thing where they just record people watching like games. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes I get sucked in them watching football games for the reactions. It's the craziest thing that people just watch people watch stuff. If they had a channel in which they watched you and I watch Suns games, we would be canceled instantly. 
Yeah. Some of the things I say at the TV. Oh, you had Boyd on last. <laughs> you had Boyd on last. And I heard that the C word was thrown around. There's a lot more cursing. So I don't know. We survived <laughs> that. And then the three years of me, I think we're okay. I think we're going to be okay. But I still don't <laughs> like, you know, I was thinking about it today. We need to do another watch party sometime soon. Sometime in January. We got to yes. pick a weekend or February. We yes. got to do a watch party. Like, we got to. You know, uh, uh, Blue Agave has been a great partner for us up in North Scottsdale. We need to, in fact, I'm having lunch with their GM tomorrow. And I, I'm going to bring that up. And we need to do another yes. watch party because we only do it during the playoffs. And that's I wrong. know. And when I saw the Aussies do it, I'm like, why don't we just do it during the regular season? Yeah. But I don't say anything. I'm like, oh, John will probably figure it out. He'll just read my mind. I never bring it up to you. I would just forget to See, say See, I've read your mind. Yeah, I've read it right here. So uh, if you're watching along live uh, or at a later time, please hit the thumbs up button. If you're listening to the podcast, Go ahead, head to Apple Podcasts, click on five stars, write a review. We'll read it right here on the podcast. Shout out to Biscuits and the Bear, a $30 donation via the Super Chat. I thought for sure it was going to be a bigger blowout, that garbage time. So I'm counting the point differences when they pull the starters tonight with five minutes left. So awesome. thank you for that, Biscuits wow. and the Bear. Thank Truly you. appreciate your support. And everybody who's watching or listening, the best way to support the podcast is by showing up, showing out. We truly appreciate it. Uh you know, once upon a time, this past summer, Matthew, do you remember what it was the summer of? It was the summer of Moscow Mules for me, right? It was. I think I'm gonna Are they back. Continue the trend. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have myself a Moscow Mule on this Thursday night <sighs> because Jelly I was cleaning. I was cleaning out my garage and I found a bunch of ginger beer. I was like, oh shit, oh, I forgot about. I need to find some ginger beer, dude. I found all your Bud Lights. I threw them away. I was cleaning uh, out my bathroom and I found a gecko, so it was kind of cute. Nice. Did you? It was still did alive. You eat it? dinner no but it was like you know i'm alone in my apartment so it was kind of nice to have something here so i'm like oh now i know why people like dogs and stuff i was yeah. talking to it a little bit but it was it's another away from me. it's another life force to talk to i mean i get <laughs> that having an animal when you live alone is kind of a pain in the butt because you have to take it outside and it literally contributes nothing to your living environment it shits it barks or yes. meows it's, it, it scratches at things and constantly needs attention it doesn't actually provide any revenue or or but you know what? Another life force around is important. So cheers to all the life forces around out there who are enjoying this podcast. Let's get into this victory over the Lakers. Always a good night. Seven to one oh nine. The Phoenix Suns beat the Los Angeles Lakers in impressive fashion throughout the entire duration of this game. Was no real close game in any way, shape, or form. But I got a question for Matthew because that's what I do. Oi, Matty, mate, I've got to ask. Matthew, Devin Booker, thirty-one points. Bradley Beal, 37 points, 68 points combined by the backcourt. As you mentioned earlier, that's going to be the new wave of the NBA, right? Like whatever's hot this week is what Bill Simmons says the whole NBA is going for. Uh, should we call these boys the headband boys or what? Oh, I don't know. You know, the whole nickname thing, I've sat here and I thought, like, what could we do with the bees, the eels? You know, if, if, Book, if Booker and Akogi was something we can call them Boogie, like the... <laughs> 
the boogie monster but i love that you know there's nothing with beal and book that sounds good i heard the bb guns or whatever but you know there's a lot of shootings out there and stuff so i don't know yeah, if but you don't want to do, do bb guns it's like if, if that's a lame gun it is but yeah you so know? i don't do you have something else better than the headband boys headband though? boys is all i got right now that's yeah. all i've got because Jamsters, they both wear headbands headbands and they're both boys yeah homework jamsters come up with something come up with some of the drops you do a great job of with your creativity, we want to see a, a new nickname for them. Well, which which one of the headband boys, as I'm currently calling them, at least for this podcast, do you want to start with first? Let's start with Beal. Now, just know that, Jamsters, because we love you, every time we play this drop, it we don't monetize this podcast because it knows it is sublime. I have to change it at some point so oh. we get <laughs> But I don't care. He fucking earned it tonight. She said you're not the only one, but you're the best Bradley. Boom, boom, boom. Ramona, please stay. Wait, are, did you back. have the bump bump in there before or just right now? Oh, I sang along with it. It's always just right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was no, like, no, it's always how in you there. cut it off then? You just have to talk Wait. over it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to do on this one. But Bradley yeah. Beal tonight, his best game as a Phoenix Sun thus far this season, 32 total minutes played, 14 of 21 from the field for 37 points, 21 shots, 37 fucking points from Bradley Beal, six rebounds, four assists. He had a steal. He was eight of 10 from beyond the arc, Matthew. What a game from Bradley Beal. It's about damn time. <laughs> Just really quick while I'm laughing. Lazy Sasquatch says, uh, Lazy Squatch. Do I always say Lazy Sasquatch? It's Lazy Squatch. Um, <laughs> show me your boobies, boys. Okay, that one that one wins. That rolls off the tongue. We love that one. All right. All right. All right I got to make a drop for Show Me Your Boobies, boys. <laughs> this is going to be. <laughs> you know, to start the game, Beal, um, was passing passing it up too much. He was. He was trying to work a lot with Nurk there in the beginning of the game, you know, hitting some screens, setting the guy up. But I tell you what, when you have Booker Beal and Kevin Durant on the court, we don't need to end any possession with Grayson Allen. I love Grayson Allen, right? Or Nurk shooting the ball in any instance, unless it's like maybe late in the shot clock, right? Maybe Grayson Allen you can throw in there. But Nurk, no. Like someone pointed out Nurk had a bad game. No, this is like a Nurk game. He shouldn't be the vocal point of the offense at all times. Of course, he can pass it up on the key, top of the key, and get things going on the screens. But you want to have Beal, Book, and Katie getting in the rhythm. And I think it took a little bit of time early in the first, obviously, for Beal. Turning it over a little bit, just, you know, passing the ball, on, just bounce passing it to uh, to Nurk there when he should have thrown it over. But he got out of that. There, He was kind of like, he didn't have the confidence really to start the game. But you kind of saw towards the end of the first quarter, he started shooting the ball. He started being more confident in himself. And you could see, of course, in the third quarter, 20 fucking points. Dude, That's insane. Man. I was like, I had the That's game on ESPN, and they still said 11 points. And they're like, Bill with 31 points. I'm like, what? I'm like, did he just score 20? I might have been doing something else, too, while the Suns were just killing him. So, yeah. <laughs> Laundry? Looking, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> there was a gecko. So I had to, like, talk there to was him. You know, it, research what it needs. <laughs> <laughs> how much heat what's the humidity stuff? level for geckos in an apartment like how do i treat this thing back <laughs> yeah. in life i want it to grow big and long and then i'll release it into the wild yeah like they Look, live like a day bradley beal what, what i i think you you gave a great synopsis of what his game was tonight you know obviously going into this game against the lakers a team that has beaten the suns three times and i think bradley beal played for one of the games he played he was there for the first in-season tournament game 
when he, he had a he had a really good game. You could see you could see he kind of tweaked his back, and I want to say the the third quarter, the second quarter of that game, going all the way back to early November, and was ineffective in the second half. And it was his first game back, and he didn't play the, the third matchup because that was the second matchup. But what he did in this game was you could see that Beal is back. And the way that you know Beal is back is because he his game differs in so many ways than Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And I think that, you know, when we talk about playmaking and things of that nature, yeah, we can really go down the crevasses, if you will, of what defines a good playmaker and how they set up an offense and how they run high pick and roll and how they attack pin downs and who they are in transition. But from a pure one-on-one isolation basketball standpoint, Bradley Beal has a herky and jerkiness to him that has been compromised thus far this season due to his lower back issues and his ankle issue that he rolled against the uh, New York Knicks on December 15th. His herky-jerkiness was back, and he really showed that off in the fourth quarter. So as you mentioned, the first quarter, you know, kind, kind of get into his game. He was two or three from the field, but all those coming from beyond the arc. But those were big three-pointers that he hit early in that first quarter to kind of set the tone uh, for how this game was going to operate. The second quarter, he comes out. Uh, he's two of five from the field, but that third quarter, he goes eight of 11 from the field. He goes three of four from beyond the arc. And that is, as I mentioned earlier, when we talk about the skies parting, the clouds parting and the stars aligning for the Phoenix Suns and what we've been waiting for this season, the final piece of that is Bradley Beal. We've seen what Kevin Durant can do. We've seen what Devin Booker can do, although he's had some issues recently relative to consistency, but we haven't truly, truly seen what Bradley Beal can do. You take a look at how he's performed thus far this season, and I think that this, obviously, this is the longest stretch that he's played consecutively. I believe this is was his eighth consecutive game that he's played for the Suns. But prior to this, his season point total, he's hit 25 twice against Orlando and against Miami, both of which were wins. He had 24 points in that loss that I mentioned against the Los Angeles Lakers, but he had 21 points in a win against the Portland Trailblazers. So you get you get Bradley Beal over like 20, 20, 22 points, if you will, and this team's going to perform well. And the last piece that we've been waiting on, that the, the stars aligning, is a quarter like we saw, was a third quarter like we saw from Bradley Beal. If he can go out there, and I, I don't care if it's 20 points, if it's 15, if for for one quarter Bradley Beal goes, you know what, I'm the best player offensively on this team. I'm going to go out. I'm going to score these points. Guess what happens? Takes that pressure off of Devin Booker. Takes that pressure off of, D, of Kevin Durant. And everything else kind of falls into place relative to offensive basketball. And tonight, we finally saw that, Matthew. Yep, and uh, I think, too, with Bradley Beal, defensively i kind of you saw a little bit last night last game but his defense is there but the way he's been playing just non-stop effort on defense and also just offensively really defining his groom in this game just shows you like it's gonna come and it's gonna come throughout the game you know book got his points early and you're like well is beal gonna get his he got his and these guys like you can see them too like kind of joking when beal is still out there and just draining threes wide open when the lakers just leave him wide open He's looking at Book laughing, you know, dribbling the ball up. Like he's like, go get your 40 points or whatever, I'm sure. And then Emma, Emma Stone stops by to say hey to Grayson Allen, which is so fucking Emma hilarious. <laughs> God bless her, man. And everyone on the bench is like, What's up? Like, oh, Grayson <laughs> Allen. Oh, it's Grayson like, oh, Allen. 
uh yeah so when that's happening you're like okay they're gonna get their points eventually so i think the focus and we'll get to kd obviously like his point mm-hmm. total was really low for a good KD game good yeah which is good it should good. it should probably be more that way um yes. but they they know that they're getting into a groove but they're also knowing what they should be doing on the court and it's coming together, man. I just, you know, you want to see this more consistently. There's one game. We just got done with one game where we want to trade everybody again and kill the, not kill the coach, no, fire no, the coach, no. not kill no, anybody no. yet. But that might come back around once in a while. But this team in these type of games, when they're consistent with it, it just makes sense why we have these big three right now. The The road that lies before the Phoenix Suns is a long and tumultuous one. And obviously, we knew when we played the Clippers in the last game that that was the more talented team. It, it wasn't the fact, like, Boyd and I, from Aussie Suns Fan Podcast, shout out to Boyd. Uh, it was really great having him on the show. We, we sat here. We weren't upset. We were frustrated, obviously. But we were more frustrated in the way that the Suns just stopped giving a shit in the fourth quarter. Like, that's where the frustration lied, especially considering the night before against the Grizzlies, the same thing happened. But you know that the Los Angeles Clippers are the more talented team. You have to work yourself into that. Chemistry needs to occur. This is what the set, the sixth game. If you don't count the game against the New York Knicks, tonight was the sixth game of 38 games that the big three has played together. So it's going to take time. There's going to be growing pains. Shit's going to happen. We understand that. It was nice tonight knowing that the Lakers aren't a great matchup for the Suns. And for the most part, this was a healthy team on their side, too. They didn't have a bunch of guys lined up on the injury report. Jared Van, outside of Gabe Vince, and it's so funny. If you have a Lakers fan in your life, you'll 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 talk ball with them. And they'll be like, yeah, but once Gabe Vincent gets back, I'm like, dude, fucking Gabe Vincent? Like, that is what your season hinges upon? Gabe Vincent, who yeah. was pretty much nothing... Uh, until the playoffs last year where he had a, a decent run. It's like the them holding on to Rui Hachimura, who had a good... He had like four good games in the playoffs last year, but Lakers fans swear up and down. They, like He's the second coming of LeBron James' third cousin on his mother's side, so he's going to be good. It's just not going to necessarily happen. Now, granted, three games thus far this season, we've lost to the Lakers, and... It, uh, it, it's unfortunate. I think the, the total difference between those games is 11 points in those three losses. And tonight, the, the Suns went out there and they waxed them as well they should. So there are going to be bumps. There, it's a regular season. This is game 38 of 82. And it's what we talked about against the Clippers loss. Like, okay, that's a team that is clearly outclassed, uh, the Phoenix Suns. That, that's what makes the loss to the Memphis Grizzlies so frustrating is that that's a team you should have outclassed. But that's going to happen. So everything kind of sways and flows. But the f- bringing it back to Bradley Beal, what we saw from him tonight, the, the 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 herkiness, the jerkiness, the stop and go, the way that he could manipulate defenders and get to his spots, coupled with his amazing 8 of 10 from – like I was hoping that they'd keep him in there for two more three-point shots because I want Bradley Beal to own that record. right? The Phoenix Suns That's record nice. is, is yeah. nine. Like Give him two more shots – at that fucking record you know what i'm saying that's a crazy thing that it stops at nine like what is the deal i mean i really am mad at eubanks the last game where grayson allen had nine and then he hit the 10th he, one that should have been yeah, yeah he Allen's. hit the corner that's, three how many you times are you gonna get dick. 10 man grayson allen was on fire that game he was gonna make that one and you know a lot of his stuff that was grayson allen and we got excited <laughs> and maybe people were like hey that's not grayson allen i'm like oh, the guy shit, in the corner he's here right. i thought it was yeah, that might have played a factor. Um, but you know, the uh 
the effort was always one thing, right? In the fourth, everyone was talking about. I, I can kind of buy into that, but when you have guys like KD and Book on your team, and even Beal, we're seeing it now because we don't know really Beal's temperament on the court. We don't really know like how he is in action Seems in the Suns uniform. He is. He he wants to have fun, but the effort is there, obviously. But yes. we know KD and Book; they want to win every game, obviously. So the effort thing. I can only go so far because they're out there. They are who they are because of their effort, their whole career. So it was just about getting comfortable with each other, right? That's all this was. And it will and continue in, to in be In the that. Clippers, and yeah, you brought up the Clippers. That's a team you know you have to be in the playoffs. So losing that way against that team, like, oh, fuck, here we go again, right? So this early in the season, it kind of sucks, but you just know like you're going to have a few more shots at them and you're going to see them in the playoffs. And you can kind of see, you know, it's going to be a good series, but I want to see those games in the season to see how they respond to teams like that and the defense the Clippers play against them. Like they have to really just come out of those games and have an impact offensively. So we'll see down the line how that you know ends up. But but, but if you're getting this kind of production from your backcourt, a la the Clippers, right? Like it's it's Harden, it's Westbrook off the bench, it's Kawhi, it's Paul George. You, you stand a chance. And the other side of it, we you know we're talking about Bradley Beal, his 37 points tonight, Devin Booker. Had a fucking great game. Big Dick Booker. Devin Booker tonight goes for 31 points on 11 of 22 shooting. 50% from the field. Finally, a an efficient Devin Booker night. He's 2 of 6 from beyond the arc. Still not there, but in my opinion, a couple of big threes when he hit him. He goes for five rebounds. He goes for only five assists, but only three turnovers as well. Has three steals in this game. And my big observation, Matthew, especially when it comes to book, is like, remember once upon a time in a galaxy far, far away, how Devin Booker set the tone in the first quarter? He played all 12 minutes in in the first quarter in this game. 16 points, 6 of 10 from the field. I'd like to see that more often. I'd like to see Devin Booker dominate the first quarter because that used to be a thing. When the Suns won 64 games, Devin Booker would come out and he would set the tone and score 16 in the first quarter every night. Yeah, and you remember the post-game pods after those games? We would just talk about first quarter book. What else can yeah. we talk about? Like, oh my God, he came out and was just on fire. We're, so we, we were like, first quarter book, what the fuck happened to DeAndre Ayton? Where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you saw tonight with Bill. Hold on. Okay. Compose uh, the yourself. Head, the head man. shake just went a little Compose too long, yourself, so I man. wasn't ready for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm easy to make giggle over here. Just having a good time and not, you know, I'm drinking Moscow mules. Um, I have a I have a joint later to smoke tonight. I'm actually pretty excited to do that. I need to you know, smoke open one of those. up. It's been a long, yeah. long time. Open up. Look at the insecurities. All that. That's stuff. what it's, it's always about, a good though, time. Man. That's huh? what it's about, though, dude. The self reflection. Yeah. That's why people smoke Absolutely. weed. Self reflection. Okay. No, I'm probably just gonna go to bed. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I think in the uh, couch. Like with with Beal in the first quarter, it looked like book kind of in the past few games where he's just trying to like you know force feed and stuff like that, and you get like. Twitter just saying shoot the fucking ball book right because that's who he is and he was back to that tonight it just it looked like the old book he's been having good like decent numbers in the box score but we just know as Suns fans that that's not the real book and to start games like this to start the tone maybe that's just the way he leads right I mean all Chuck was saying before the game was they don't have a leader like there's something about toughness and stuff like that the way book I don't know if you 
agree is just you know starting games out this way i mean he's not very vocal i guess on the court as much as you might might want from a leader i don't know what you want from a leader but this might be the way that book and lead is just opening up the games in this Agreed. way and it's like well he made all shots but like he can get to us he can do this this is the way he is like of course he made all his shots because he's that fucking good and he can get to wherever he wanted tonight I like what El Sol says in the chat. And again, shout out to everyone who's watching the chat. The best way to support the podcast, simply show up, show out. Uh, El Sol says Booker had a good first quarter because the Lakers did not double him in the first half. And that's something that obviously has been a challenge for Booker. And we've seen that time and time again. The Clippers did it. You double Devin Booker. You force him into either not shooting the ball or turning the ball over or just taking the ball out of his hands. And, and that's how you essentially negate his effectiveness. And that's a good observation by El Sol. And I think that there's strategic things that the Phoenix Suns can do moving forward to ensure that Devin Booker has is effective in the first quarter. Now, obviously, Devin Booker brings the ball up a lot. You throw a double at him, balls out of his hands. But the possession doesn't end right there, especially considering a lot of teams blitz him early. It's not like they blitz him like they used to do Chris Paul, right? Chris Paul would wait until there was eight seconds in the shot clock, and then he'd be like, okay, guys, let's start the fucking offense. And then they blitz him, and then you're fucked, right? You're taking a desperation three-point shot or or a mid-range shot that is uh, fading away on the baseline. It wasn't going in. With Devin Booker, they blitz him so early, you can get the ball out of his hands, and then he needs to work. And that's where you watch teams like the Golden State Warriors of 2017, where it's Clay Thompson and Steph Curry constantly moving off-ball to find those screens, to find those opportunities to get the ball in the back of their hand so he can shoot. And it was nice tonight because, there, as El Sol said, when, when teams don't double book, he has to take advantage of that, right? Yeah, okay, so I did miss last game. Were they doubling him in the first half? They always, yeah. They, but the knows. thing is, like, last year, I mean, okay, so if you look at his first quarter stats, he was third in the league, 8.5 points per game in the first first quarter, for first Per first quarter. What was that like in the league? 8.5. Third, third, yeah. Third. third, wow. Yeah, but now he's 16th, shooting 16th. just over six. God, look at you game. with some good fucking, those are some good fucking stats, Lissy. You know what's funny is it's hard to find just his first quarter fucking stats. Like, you have to go to basketball. I tried to search. You go everywhere. to NBA.com, you look at player I stats, and that. you click on first quarter. No. It's three no. clicks. And how come when I Google it, it just doesn't take me there? Oh, I go to NBA.com and I put first quarter stats Booker. It gives me like the list of everybody on the, on you go the NBA. NBA.com. You go to NBA.com. You click on player stats, traditional. And then you yeah. click on, and then you click first quarter. And <laughs> then you can do it? totals or points per game. All right. Next time you're at my house, I'm going to give you a fucking tutorial on how to use the internet because I am. Motherfucker, you can write some great articles if you know where to find the shit. Right? Am I right? I try, and I give it. I will. Two, I, will I give it you. two two really solid minutes of finding something, and if I oh, can't, I give up. Man, I'm done. The other thing is, is to watch, <laughs> read other people's articles, and they link it, and you click on the link. You're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. There's there's how I found the on off stats with Jordan I think, Goodwin. I think what it is is like trying to watch a game and do it at the same time, and I'm just it's hard. Like, it's I hard. get really frustrated really quick. Honestly, it's because you're smoking them joints, man. Nah, never. Not before a game. <laughs> not Never. during a game. Not during a game either. Um, what were we talking about? I don't know. Devin Booker's Booker first, quarter. first quarter. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. There you go. Well, here, here's the great seat thing though. And this is the thing that I appreciate. And, and hopefully you can appreciate it. And hopefully the jamsters can too. Who the heck are you? Yeah, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Y'all know who I am. Did anybody see a sniper? Did anybody see anything? I'm one of the best players to ever play a game. I love the fact that Kevin Durant had 18 points tonight. Me too. I love the fact that Kevin Durant was 7 of 12 from the field. I love the fact that he was two of five from beyond the arc. He had five assists. He had four steals, four steals and a block. When Kevin Durant doesn't have to focus on being the primary or secondary option on offense, guess what happens? He can turn into a defensive stalwart, which he has the ability to do so. And the longevity of him. Kevin Durant is 35 years old. Let him be the tertiary player on this team. And tonight he was a tertiary scorer on this team and hitting big shots as he always does. But he's not going for 35 a night. I fucking love this, my friend. I fucking love this. Yeah, when he's Ding up LeBron like he was in the first, like he was playing full court press on the dude. I don't know if that was yes. more of him just coming out to prove a point, but that was awesome. I was like, this guy's mean mugging after making shots too in the first. And he's just like, he's sick of hearing it, right? His interview, uh, I don't want to be traded. How many times do I have to say it, Phoenix Suns fans? I don't want to be traded out of here. I'm fine, right? And uh, he comes out, and I think the defensive tone really just that was set. Just, you know, it was the rest of the game. It kind of made LeBron and AD a little invincible, like invisible. Not invincible. They're <laughs> invisible. Man, invincible. those are two completely different I things. I know. <laughs> Careful, Matthew Lissy. Matthew Paul Lissy. Come on, Matthew Polissy. You're the policy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a thing, huh? That was a thing in, like, episode three. We're on episode 552. Back in episode three. I, we yeah, I was just watching episode 77. Oh, I couldn't get through it. I couldn't. I watched a minute. I was like, shit, no, I can't do it. And then two years from now, I'll be watching this one. I'll be like, oh, okay. But, well, the, uh, the, the way that Kevin Durant plays, when he doesn't have to be, and only 32 minutes tonight, the way that he plays, it's almost like sensual, right? Like he can truly conform and be part of the basketball game rather than having to fo completely focus on being an offensive threat. There's a sensuality that happens with his basketball. And that's what makes him such a great player is he's one with the game. And I love the fact that he can come in, he can hit a couple shots, he can do his thing, but Devin Booker and Bradley Beal are playing the way they should be. But my question to you, I guess, when we look at Katie, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, is it a Laker thing or the Suns actually fucking finally play right? No, you know, I don't care right now because it's not about, to me, it's not about the effort thing. I think that's there. It's not about the teams we're playing right now. It did suck we lost to the Clippers because you want to beat them. It's about them just finding the groove and staying healthy. That's it. We said how many times at the beginning of the season when Bill was constantly missing games, we're like, could we, just, could we just get 10 games? Everyone healthy. Let's see how it is. Even the rotations, man, with like Eric Gordon coming in, one guy coming in, not like three or two people coming in. And then you have Bobo come in. Like, that was awesome. I I love that, dude. Oh, and then, of oh, course, he had a dope. Do you think in. I should, should I play the drop for Bobo? Oh, please. Man, oh. He, he was, it was so nice to see him Look, back. Up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Bobo. 
loved Bull Bull tonight, Matthew. Loved him. I'm, loved I'm, him. Um, I'm totally on the bull. It, it, it's not a train, right? Like Bull Bull. It's not like, dude, I hopped aboard the, uh, aboard the Bull Bull train. Like, I feel like it's like a 1957, like Cessna. Cessna. So what is that? Is that a a small plane? A small plane. Okay. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of like old movies this week, and <laughs> okay, like, I was like a, wait, what is that? There's a plane that like I was watching Godfather <laughs> and Godfather Two. Oh, uh, nice. Dude. Yeah, I've been really oh, yeah. delving into like '70s cinema for some fucking yeah. reason this week, and I, and I've I've watched Godfather and Godfather Two uh, in the past, but never never in their entirety, and never in a in a context in which i can like remember what the fucking plot of the fucking story was <laughs> uh, but in godfather 2 like there's a plane that michael corleone leaves on to leave cuba during like a cuban revolution like that's it's not a bobo train it's that bobo plane and i and because the wingspan of that guy man like he's blocking guys without even fucking standing dude i am all about bobo being good this is amazing yeah, when you have him and Nurk playing together and uh, you just hear blocks and you hear like tip backs and all that stuff, all the stuff that counts, even tonight and I think it was a fourth, like there was a ball. There was no way he was going to get the offensive rebound. No way. He was standing behind two Lakers. All he does is reach up and barely like tip the back of the ball like, underneath and it comes yeah. behind him. They get the ball back and Beal hits a three after missing the first one. Like that is just incredible because that's what you want, man. You want those extra plays. And honestly, there was a question by Tim Kempton and I on the radio. Okay, I was driving around a little bit in the second. I love, yeah, yeah. I, I was <clears> home <throat> on the first quarter. I yeah, Bloom and Kempton, man. Yeah. So Kempton was saying like, I love Bobo because he grabs a rebound, right? He doesn't tip it, or it's like because he can, because he's his yes. is insane. He can grit like wherever Nurk is tipping. Like that's where Bubble's hands are. Like they're right above that. So of yes. course he's gonna grab it. Um, but it is crazy how he has been hypnotized or something. Cause this guy, like, even offensively, I'm like, go do something. Like he tries to force it, force the issue on offense. And it's always fun to watch because I, I love it. I want him to continue to do it. I think he can obviously we've seen the moves, we've seen the spin sh- jump shots, like it's all there. Yeah, th- those are insane, by the way. Like th- those are whole part of bowl bowl games that I'm not expecting. He gets the ball yeah. it, it, and he does a spin jump shot, 12 footer. And it goes in like nets it too. I'm just like, that's what I'm impressed with. I'm impressed with his discipline on offensive and, and defense because he does everything he, ca- he can as to ensure that his productivity while on the court is something that is going to garner him more minutes moving forward. Yes. You know, it's not all about the box score with him. 17 minutes. That that's the most important number when it comes to bowl bowl for me. Is that 17 minutes? He had six points tonight. He was not like Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon was 211 from the field. And we're not going to play his drop. We're not going to go down the hole that Eric Gordon was just bricking one of nine from beyond the arc. Because you know what? This is an Eric Gordon game. And that's yeah, okay. Right. He's gonna have his highs, he's gonna have his lows. He had a big one though. But Bowl Bowl was two of three. He had six points, had two blocks, had two steals. Had six rebounds. So not only did he provide 17 minutes, which that's that's what I'm looking for right now, Matthew, is for somebody to come off the bench and provide productive minutes. And that's what Bowl Bowl has provided thus far, is production in his minutes. And I'm shocked by it. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm odd. It's like it's 2004 and George H.W. Bush is standing on an aircraft carrier and it says mission accomplished behind it after the shock and awe campaign in Iraq. Like that's how I'm feeling. 
And I'm like, I don't know how to feel because I don't know if it's like, <laughs> if the mission is accomplished yet. But I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, but what was the mission though in Iraq? I'm just kidding. I don't want to go down. <laughs> the that WMDs, <laughs> bro. We're looking for the different pod. Dude, Bobo right. is a weapon of mass destruction. Dude, he is, and he might be. We most landed that year. plane. <laughs> If he continues to get minutes, now it's one of those things where it's like, please don't get hurt because the energy, the impact he has on the Suns and games are just huge. And as fans, it's like before it was not too long ago. We're just like, oh, Bobo, can we get him to come in late in games when we're up by like 15 or 20? Now it's like we want him in the first quarter. He's coming in the first quarter. Like it took a while, but it's good that it's hitting right now because this team's obviously hitting on cylinders. This one game. This one and before, game. But, but, but this one game. these games. I know. And Shit. I think what, dude. I don't know where I put Bobo on the list of my favorite sons, though. Or like, maybe he's just like the on top of the list. Team of like, all time. I just I want him in the game all the time. Like the seventeen minutes, more minutes. He should be by the end of the season getting twenty five to thirty minutes. We got no have. one, no one in Suns media has trashed Bobo more than this guy right here. No one. I've been very very vocal about how I don't understand the fit. How I think that he he doesn't. He doesn't have the motivation. He's he simply plays basketball due to his physical attributes, not due to the desire that lies within his heart. And I am so happy that I've been wrong. And I love to. I, there's certain things like I love being wrong about. This is one of them. If Bull Bull can give you 17 minutes, and remember, like he missed what two, maybe three games after his injury, after rolling his ankle against the the Miami Heat, he was cooking before then. If he could continue to provide this kind of production, at least during the regular season, I don't know if this will last in the playoffs. But if we can, if we can get a month or two of Bull Bull just coming in, seventeen minutes, six point six rebounds, fucking sign me up. That's all we've been looking for. That's that's what's been killing this team, is the fact that you have guys who come in and they're like you to want to Nabi, uh, Nasir Little at times. They just come in. Chimetsi Metu has has had his peaks and valleys, more peaks than valleys, but still there's valleys there. Where there's zero production, and that's what I appreciate. So to see Bo Bo provide the productivity that he did tonight against the Lakers on a national stage, where Reggie Miller is gushing all over himself and and word vomiting, it's just it's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic, and I hope that yeah. it continues for the Suns because this is what we need. This is a, like Bo Bo is filling a specific need for the Suns. Yep. There you go, man. Shout out to there's William some, Reed. There's some crow for you. Do you see the crow in front of you, dude? Is there a crow? What do you mean? Right in front of you. Right in front of your mic, there's a crow. How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> so you can start eating some crow. There you go. Hold on. Hold on. Let it. Let, 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 let it right is, in with the mic. Is, like, fuck, he's not going to yes. see it. Yes. Look at look at it. Here's, here's a little crow. Little pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. He's so quiet. <laughs> How creepy. For those dude. of you who are listening, Matthew did some cool graphic. Uh, William Reed, $5 in the super chat. Again, thank you for supporting thank the podcast. Yeah. Says, been meaning to catch you guys live. Thank you for doing so, William Reed. Uh, glad we finally took it to the Lakers after all those close losses. Keep up the good work, guys. Go, son. So appreciate that, William Reed. And real quick, before we move on to the next segment, I want to give a shout out to Hula's up there at uh, uh, City North. Went up there today. You know, obviously, last week was my final day at my last job. I'm on the kind of like this 11-day hiatus before I, I start the new gig, hung out with some old coworkers tonight. And the team up there at Hula's was absolutely fantastic. You know, Dawson, Ronnie, uh, McKenna was our server. 
And I, I talked in this podcast about how I shouldn't order the sliders because I'm a 250-pound man, and three sliders will not fill you. Neither will the shiitake mushrooms. And I got that. Uh, they have one of those bowls. What is that? That Thai chicken curry? Yeah, but anything. That so anything. fucking good, dude. Yeah. I'm so always so good. mad when I'm done eating something because I'm like, I wish I would have ordered something else because I know it's going to be even better. Nope. That is money in the bank. And then you take that with their Dr. Funk rum drinks. Oh. Had a good time tonight. So thank you to Hula's yeah, uh, and Dawson and Ronnie and everyone up there for taking uh, good care of us up there. Truly appreciate it. Now I'm dr- pounding Moscow mules, talking about a good Phoenix Suns win. Who do you want to talk about next, Matthew? I got I got a guy. I love how I ask you a question and I just play the drop anyways. I'm just like, you know, who who do you want to talk about? I didn't know who else to talk about, honestly, because well, it was so heavily focused on Boker and Buell. It really was. This was a very yeah. top-heavy game of the 127 total points scored. You had, what, 68 from the backcourt plus 18. No one else scored in double figures in this game. It was Nurkic for nine, Grayson Allen, who started for five, mm-hmm. four points from Chimetsu Metsu, five from Akogi, two from Keita Bates-Diop, six from Bol Bol. Eric Gordon had five. So it was... It was a top-heavy game, but I really feel like Josh Akogi was making some winning plays, and we talk about that a lot on the pod, is winning plays. And he was he was making some tonight. You know, again, not a, not a great stat line. 12 minutes played, five total points, was a negative three in the plus-minus, had a steal, one or two from the free-throw line, 0-2 from beyond the arc, fucking a hit goddamn three-pointers, J.O., but I thought that he was disruptive enough during a key point in the game, when the Phoenix Suns were sitting right there living at about 12, 13 points, it was J.O. who got us a couple extra possessions that pushed that to like 17, 18, which ultimately put the game out of reach for the for the Phoenix Suns over the Lakers. Yeah, that's what he's there for. I mean, there was always so much pressure put on him throughout the beginning of the season to do more and more and more. But him coming in in the second quarter to start the game, I think I love that more. I love having Bol Bol, of course, and Eric Gordon coming in first. Him coming in second... Not as much pressure, and everyone's saying that dunk. Oh my god, that's dude. what I Suns mean, Geek says life, in the chat. If it has time. to do with the Phoenix Suns, he's gonna make a video about it. Dude. I expect something from, from uh, on Hayes. Suns that's payback that. for everything. Hey, from, from Hayes, trying to Hayes. he's tried to injure so many Suns players, not just I Suns players, our guy. stars. So he always dirty. tries to injure Kevin Durant tonight on that screen he set. Oh, just listen to wait till subreddit, dude. Like, ooh, these Lakers ooh, fans ooh, are the, the best subreddit I've read, honestly. I wish we could just spend the whole podcast going through all the you know comments. What? We could literally do an entire podcast of just subreddit. And yes. I guarantee you the, the jamsters, the ladies and jamsters watching and listening would just enjoy it because we sit here and we just talk about how other fan bases see the Phoenix Suns. And it's yeah. it's hysterical to hear their observations. I know. I love it. Do you want to do so, it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'm, are you ready? <laughs> The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. Oh, I'm sitting pretty. Oh, look at that. In LA. What's a little sister? Don't you run. Little Little sister. Little sister. Ain't nothing but a home dog. All right. So Matthew was hanging out on the subreddit of the opposing team, the Los Angeles Lakers. Tell us what the Lakers fans were saying about the Suns tonight, Matthew. Hayes, fuck my life. <laughs> Can you imagine having that guy come off your bench? <laughs> fuck that guy so Dude. much. I hate Jackson Hayes so much. I, like sports hate, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't like yes. 
Like, I hope this guy fucking is walking across the street in a car, like, just mildly clips his back heel and he's out for 10 weeks. No, just, like, sports hate. Like, Jackson Hayes, if you remember, it was the last time or two times ago when the Phoenix Suns played against the Lakers where, like, he rolled up on Booker and Durant in the same game. So, relatively, fuck that dude. dude. Where'd he go to college, do you know? Uh, Was it um, Xavier? Nope, Texas. Oh, Texas. Same place. I was close. Same state, yeah, right? No, Xavier's <laughs> other side of the country, Paul. Who <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't go to school? Uh, bro, is Ham acoustic for real? I don't know if he meant autistic or something. I don't know. He said, bro, is Ham acoustic for real? I don't know what that even means. Uh, D'Lo said in his podcast that he wants to run the pick and roll more. Laugh my ass off. That was shit. Uh, there's always shit on for D'Lo. Yeah. Like every subreddit. D'Lo runs the same premise that DeAndre Ayton did with us. The guy's paid so much money to be an average player. So when you see D'Angelo Russell and you know that he goes out there and what was his final stat line coming off the bench, mind you, 27 uh, minutes. He had 19 points. Yeah, he, he always assists. He like he's a, he's a stat stuffer, but he does a lot of little things wrong. Just like DeAndre Ayton did. Yeah, he just it sticks out more than the good and uh, he's always a scapegoat, but uh, please sign Biombo. I can't watch this bimbo. Hayes wow. anymore. I think this bimbo Hayes, that's bimbo Hayes. That's pretty good. Hey, creep real quick, real quick. Yeah. Creepy crawling yeah. in the chat. Lissy do the Batman voice. Where is she? Yes. That was that good. That, that was pretty good, ears. man. It, it, it oh, hurts sorry, your James throat. Sorry. Yeah. That you... one didn't too much. I've been doing a lot of tongue exercises. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. LSD. Yeah. <laughs> it's lethargic. Uh, we should do that one time. Next time you're over at my house, bring over your fucking... Um, I have an extra one of these. Just do it. Not do the pod. And I found an, I found an extra Batman. <laughs> so we can play together. <laughs> you do dueling Batman <laughs> on this? Yes, every time I go over to his house with, for anything, he always walks out with his Batman mask on and just starts just hanging out. Chill. Just chill. Yeah. Just walking out and be like, so where's the dip? <laughs> I will... Who has this ruffle? I like ruffles and queso. So many people in the kitchen. Just get the <laughs> fuck out of my kitchen. Where is me? Uh, put Vando on Booker, you dumb fuck. Yeah, Booker drops po- a bucket in front of AD and Christy. What's up? So so how so twenty nine minutes from Vando. So Jared Vanderbilt obviously has been injured a lot this season. I thought he'd be more of a high impact player for the for the Lakers. I don't know how much he played against the Lakers or the Suns in the past. 29 minutes. I'm shocked to see 29 minutes from Vando. Like, yeah, uh, I guess. He's one of those guys where, dare I ask you, you have to ask yourself, where is he? Because I didn't notice him on the court. I didn't notice him either. That's why I was like, wait, Vando? Who is he talking about? (laughs) Booker drops a bucket in front of AD and Christy. Must have been Reeves' fault. So, yeah, scapegoat too. Reeves isn't as good as we thought, I guess. Uh, why does AD get minutes without a touch? And he's the only superstar that ever happens to. I swear. So a lot of minutes. Did you notice AD tonight at all? No, and I have him on my fantasy team. So he, he ended brutal. up with 32 total minutes played. He was 13-5 and five tonight. Uh, so I will not be utilizing his fantasy points tonight in the old fantasy basketball realm, which I'm playing you, you dipshit. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm really bad at that shit. Oh. Good. Don't, just be bad one more <sighs> week. Okay, okay. Get into it next week. Learn how to lock in your fucking scores next week. I need to win. I, I do know how to do. Week. I do know how I to do tied. that. I just forget. It has nothing. It's not you guys. Do you shit? I just forget. 
Yes, I know. I know that. I do shit. That's when I look at Twitter and stuff. No, that's when you, the first thing you do is check. I can't get any anxiety. I can't do it. I can't sit there and do it. I just can't smoke a joint. (laughs) Maybe that's why I have anxiety. Next week. (laughs) Uh, We could have had Tyree. That's what they're saying. Oh, God. Who's the worst coach in the NBA? There was a GIF. Carmen Ham. It said a big, beautiful lady was saying ham. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, some sums fan, Suns fan here. Hate to see the injury to D'Lo, man. He is a bucket. Down votes. <laughs> Here's why. Here's why. Okay, you gotta remember, like D'Lo, where'd he go to college? I have no idea, man. Ohio State. Who just won the national championship in Michigan. football? Yeah, the Michigan, Wolverines. Yeah. Yeehaw! Go Irish. Were you done? Um, <laughs> see how quick Vogel <laughs> see, see how quick Vogel calls a timeout, and then uh, Lakers should give tickets refunds when they lose. Oh, see, I thought these were better. I don't even know. I guess maybe I didn't pull the right ones. I'm sorry. Oops. The Suns Jam Session subreddit stakeout. Do you have anything else in your notes, Matthew? No, man. I wrote a lot in the first half. But I wrote like, like it all didn't fucking matter. I always do that, and then it doesn't I matter because do it's a blowout. I do the same as I start. I, like I get real note heavy in the first half, uh-huh. and then by the second half, it's a completely different narrative. I'm like, well, that didn't make any sense. So, like, I was very minimalistic. Yeah. I'm like, I'm and, still gonna use this, and I don't. And and here's what I have. Okay, I've got a few notes, and these are some good conversation topics. We have about eight minutes left on the podcast. All right, first one. Um. Let's see, which one do I want to go? Did the Suns benefit from the Raptors game? So the Raptors lost to the Los Angeles Lakers, 132 to 131. And the coach, Darko, went apeshit about how there was, like, it was like 22 to 2. Scotty Barnes had two free throws in the fourth quarter. The the Lakers had 22, a.k.a. welcome to playing the fucking Lakers. They get every goddamn whistle. So tonight, the Phoenix Suns and the Lakers, you look at their total free throw disparity, and it ended up only being two free throws, 25 free throws for the Lakers, 23 for the Suns. So the Suns benefit from the fact that Darko went off on the league, got fined 25 grand for it. Did that help the Suns tonight? <laughs> 25 grand for that that was great yeah. that guy's intense looking that guy was awesome does yeah, he, he always look like like that like, i think this is the first time i ever seen him. off yeah i don't Dude, that's it i don't even know how how does he even coach and the players look at Dude, him yeah, here's they, how he coaches okay? okay being around him he, he's sitting there he's like he's like scotty barnes go to the hole and then he's like <laughs> and then he just fucking dunks it and he doesn't get fucking a foul it's bullshit i'm not sure if i followed that one dude. don't you don't need to <laughs> That one's okay. for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know if they benefited, but I love the player reactions after it because it went, it just, it went crazy on the internet. So I, I love yeah, Kevin was, Durant was just laughing, and Booker's like, Booker's like, yeah, yeah, you want to see that from your head coach? I'm coming for that voice, Book. I'm gonna get that voice. You're gonna, you're gonna, the, you're fake, gonna... the fake, the fake. Well, I don't know. He does have a big dick, so that's probably why. Well, yeah, it's it, yeah. It comes from the the. Uh, it comes from eight inches down the shaft. That's where that fucking thing comes from. Um, what else did I have? Uh, I'm sorry, but I love our uniforms. 
Yes, I think about the, it all the time. Yeah. So the yeah, Suns were wearing the, you know, the the I think it's the Association Edition. They're the white uniforms that say Suns across the. They're great looking uniforms, man. Like I, so I, I was gonna put on a, a, a jersey. I'm, you know, for those of you who are listening, I'm wearing my 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 go to right now. Oh yeah, dude. It's a sweater. It's comfy, you know. And it's nice to put a, a jersey over. And I was like, I was gonna put over. I have one white Suns jersey. Uh, home jersey over the past five years. It's a Suns number 22, DeAndre Ayton. I'll wear that shit with pride, man. I, I It's our only number one pick overall. I'll, I'll thoroughly enjoy the fact that we took him. And it just doesn't look cool because you see what we had on the court tonight. And I, just, I had to throw that out there in the pod. Yeah, it's tough. And I do think about it. It's always like a quick glance. I'm like, oh, yeah, I look up and down. My like, looks good. Looks good. Nice fit. <laughs> it's a great fit. And the yeah. other thing I had, I had two more things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, uh, I was frustrated at one point with Kevin Durant. There's a play in which gets the ball down to Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's on the block, and Kevin Durant's standing at at the three point line, but he's doing so like at not, not even three quarters. And the double team drops on Beal, and Beal ends up taking a, a bad shot. If Kevin Durant had just rotated in any way, shape, or form towards the corner, it would have been a wide-open three to him. So that's like one of those little things. I'm going to go back. I'm going to identify that play, and I'll probably write an entire article on Bright Side of the Sun about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, taking tough shots. So Doc Rivers obviously was on the Bill Simmons podcast, uh, the last podcast. On. Can you listen to that? Every time I turn on the pod and I hear Doc's voice, I turn it off. I can't well, stand I, listening to I his I cleaned voice. out the entire garage the past few days, right. man. What I was like, say? I'm going through the re- the rewatchables, Christmas Vacation, and Flight just to get through fucking. I I had nothing else to listen to. It was that and Zach Bryan? I was just in there rocking out in my garage as people are walking their dogs outside, and they're like, "What is he doing? Clean his garage? It's raining." <clears throat> uh, but he was talking about taking tough shots in the fourth quarter between Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, and how obviously that those are that the shots they already take are tough. They become even tougher in the fourth quarter. Did you listen to that? It appears not. And if so, what are the thoughts on that? Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. What? Devin Booker and Kevin Durant take tough yeah. shots. Yes or yeah. no? In the um, fourth quarter, they take tough shots as well, but they become even tougher because it's the fourth quarter because the consequence of not making those shots is obviously amplified. So should the Suns try to find ways to not make them make tough shots? Yeah, I think you kind of saw that more tonight, but I didn't put in my notes, too. I'm like, Suns were getting whatever they wanted in the first quarter, but... Booker and KD hitting their tough shots as usual because that's how they hit their shots. That's just that's just their game. Yeah, but KD hit that three with the. I'm like, what are you doing, KD? Like, of course, I'm like, go ahead and shoot it. I don't care. But like, I forgot who was closing out on him, but he was already in his face. He's like, I'm still just gonna jack it up. It hits it. I'm like, dude, KD, you're so fucking awesome. I I know, man. That's the other side, and that's why I love seeing Kevin Durant tonight because he didn't have to be superstar Kevin Durant. He could just be that guy who's just like, hey, I will take this shot. And it will go in. It'll be a run stopper because the Lakers put a run. Like I mentioned, the, the Suns only scored 22 points in the fourth quarter. And it was Kevin Durant who kind of shut down a couple of those runs late in the fourth. And just it's just watching him play basketball so good. But watching Bradley awesome. Steele play basketball so good. I just... Jam star of the game. It's funny going back and looking at like the jam stars of the game. And seeing just like kind of what's in my notes. It's like Katie, like against the New York Knicks, my jam stars Katie for three minutes in the second quarter. (laughs) 
Yeah, I can't wait till the end of the season, man. We're going to have the synopsis. Uh, but tonight I give it to Bradley Beal for his 37 points. Do you agree? Disagree? Me three. Yes. You, you, you three. So I'll I do. You'll, you'll know. A lot of these you, are incomplete. Tertiary, I do. Yes. A lot of these are incomplete because like you and I kind of take like there's like four games where we just didn't. I think they were all losses. I just didn't fucking let like, Houston Rockets. No headband. That was that was a jam. Maybe where we're out or something. Who knows? Yeah, we're out and about. But taking a look at what are the what the jam stars and and I'll tell you the jam stars are really everyone who's uh following along and listening to me nay, like an idiot. Um Hunter Starr gives it to the horse. Uh Beal from El Sol, David Ray gives it to Bielker, Booker and Beal. Mm, Bielker. That's kind of like uh you ever watch Muppets Beaker? You know Beaker? Yeah, was? Beaker was my favorite. I, 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 I had a Beaker. Beaker doll. Do you remember my Beaker doll? I do remember your Beaker yeah, doll. I still have it. Yeah, Matthew Paul hit a wall. A unanimous Beal <laughs> kit from Kip, real deal Beal, uh, Hunter Star, my Scottsdale Queen Emma Stone for for Jam Star. Saul gives it to Beal as well. So does Michael Kolb. Yeah, uh, jamming on the Suns gives it to Beal. Beal from Aptus Lopez, big balls Beal from GD yeah. GDD three. Uh, Beal twenty in the third quarter from John Tran. John Tran, you haven't been talking a lot, or I haven't been reading them. You are normally a funny motherfucker. Uh, CL Oracle, B.O. Baby. So there you go. Next up on the old schedule, the Suns play the Portland Trailblazer. What what night is that, Matthew? Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Thank God, not a Friday, Saturday night. I just want to have maybe Do you have Monday night. off? Uh, from work? Yeah, it's MLK Day, bro. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, my I, God. No, I start not. my new job on Tuesday because I told them I could start Monday. And they're like, <laughs> Dude, are we off Monday? Up. Oh, yeah, I got to man. I, don't, I doubt it. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, so Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Portland Trail. Is, I, I feel like this has got to be the last time we're playing them this season. Right? I hope so. Last time we Jesus. played them, like, can this be the last time we played them? I hate it when it gets that way with these teams. It's like, dude, we play them again. Like, no one cares. Hey, I'm all for playing them, man. We could use some momentum. This is the yeah, third I game on so. a three-game road, stri- road trip. We, you know, Clippers lost. Lakers win. Uh, let's go up to Portland and win one. I don't know if DeAndre Ayton's playing. I don't know if he's not playing. That's a Moscow Mule burp. You just heard care that. about DA anymore. I don't care. I don't, man. We didn't even talk about Nurkic tonight. But every, is, time I, every time I watch well, Nurkic, I will say, like, I'm so glad that we have use of Nurkic on this team. Oh, and dude, I, know, I know. Like, seriously, like, fundamentally, uh, there, there, there's a play where he had, like, he, he negated Anthony Davis, grabbed the rebound, and then dribbled the ball up the court. I'm like, I never saw that from DA in five years. No, but I think DA is... A, He's injured. I don't know if he's going to come back for a while, but you know, there's just something else there with that dude. So we'll find out later. It be what it be. But Jamsters, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll be live mm-hmm. after that game against the Portland Trailblazers on Sunday night. Hopefully Matthew doesn't work on Monday like I don't. So oh, he can sit there him. and he'll just be like, pass the duchy upon the left hand side. Pass the duchy upon the left hand side. He'll just smoke a joint during the during the uh, <laughs> during the whole podcast. Uh, but we appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate. Make sure you review. Hit that thumbs up button if you happen to be watching now or later on YouTube. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you're listening to this thing while you're trying to get through your Friday, hey, congratulations, you made it. It's Friday. Give us five stars. Give us a review or don't. I don't care. Just have a good time. No. Seriously though, Spotify leave five stars. We're almost back. I feel like to a five star. Are we like if we get like eight? maybe ten more? Are we four point nine? 
4.9. It's yeah, been we'll, that way for a while. We'll never be at 5.0 again. Some Come asshole. It has to round up. Some ass. Yeah, it's got to round up. But we appreciate right. you hanging out. We'll see you on Sunday night. Matthew, tell everyone what they need to do. Go home, love your family. <laughs>